You found Rebirth, the podcast about real life stories when people let go and let life lead. I'm Kate. I want to talk to you a bit about intentions, but I want to do this in a creative mindset and in a practical mindset. January is a very big time for intentions, but this is applies to whenever you're listening to this episode. And I'm going to specifically draw attention to when you are writing, but it translates to when you are parenting when you are changing um, your perspective on your business, when you're looking at developing relationships or doing any type of inner development on yourself, no matter what that means. So I work with writers, mission-led writers in our um, collaborative class, Sit and Write. And a lot of times people have an idea. And sometimes when they have an idea, they it goes really wide and they feel like, this is my only time to set an intention. This is my only time to write a book. This that frenetic energy, like this is this is my shot. This is the only place I can do it. And they go so wide that it lessens the likelihood of completion. Because it's fun to go really wide in your intention for a book, for a project, but it makes it difficult to bring it into form. So now I want to separate two different things. I want to separate separate out writer's intention and intention for a book. So if you're doing a new year's intention, sometimes you'll look at like a word of the year, a really big concept. And I think that's great because it kind of becomes the umbrella. So if you wanted to be more patient, like that's the umbrella. So I'm going to intermingle between personal intention and writer. So if a writer wanted to, you know, write, they felt like their writing created patience, you know, or if you're looking at your life and you want to create more patience. That's a great, great skill set. But how do you know that you've created more patience? What steps will let you show to yourself that you have grown this skill set? That is where separating your intention from person to process is helpful. And that means you need to have two intentions. So some writers want to share their wisdom. That's great. How do you know you've shared your wisdom? Your wisdom isn't for everyone. Your wisdom isn't in every vertical. How are you going to know that you have communicated what you need to communicate? That is why I encourage our writers and sit and write or anyone that I work with to focus in, 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 in on an intention. And I wrote about intention setting and fruition on um, the golden thread about a slow and subtle start. And it was a reference to 2023. And I'm looking more this year for myself into the rhythm of the year, the turn of the wheel, the energies that change that I notice in myself, you know, like some people are more winter people, some people are more summer people. So I'm not prescribing for you what the wheel of the year would be, although there are trends. If we're all in the Northern hemisphere, there are trends, you know, there's elemental trends. And if we're in this, you know, the Southern hemisphere, there's elemental trends and there's cultural trends for where you are in your geography. And then there's um, religious or spiritual or personal um, cultural trends. So if you have an intention, you want it to be specific. So if you're a writer and you want to write about your wisdom, then what wisdom are you writing? What is going to be the intention for this book? Who is your reader? What are you making them contemplate, learn, or become more curious about? And one of the ways that I'm able to see coherent themes actually came from my training as a, an English teacher, because every week we had to submit our curriculum, curricular plans, right? And I, for a book that I was teaching, I'd have to pick two essential questions that no matter 
what my student was, you know, their interest level, their availability, whatever, wherever they were, if they were with me through whatever activities or discussions or questions or testing that I was going to create, what was the two essential questions that every reader in the room would be contemplating based on the curriculum that I had created. And that has served me very well. It helps me distill down, like, yes, there's a thousand things we can say, but in high school, there was a 47 minute period. And so there was two things I could get across. There were two activities that I could do. Yes, over a period of days, but you know, you open a container and then you close it. So when it comes to writing, if you have an idea, if you have a, if you have a creative idea and you're like, I want to get my voice going again, Okay, does that mean that you're writing every Sunday? Does it mean you're writing three times a week? Does it mean that you're journaling? Does it mean that you're working on a blog? Does it mean that you're working on a project? Like distill down into the intention. And then this is why it's great because, okay, let's say we go back to the writer and they want to write about their wisdom. And then the wisdom that they want to share is about, let's make it easy, uh, seasonal cooking. And there's actually an author that does this on Inspired Bites Media. So, um, and then you want to trans transmit um, information about the season, about readying fruits, you know, so you're, you're, you're distilling wisdom about a particular season, but you're also educating your reader on seasonal eating. So it's two different things. It's a very clear intention, two steps. Well, that's great because as soon as you have a finite intention, you can sit down Start writing and wait for the re- wave of resistance or the bombardment of a thousand different ideas that are better or something that you need to add or why you need to change what you're doing. And a lot of times, um, you know, like just like the seasons of the moon, when you go from dark to full, that from dark to full illuminates the external processes that need to change. And then from full to dark uh, illuminates by going inward, the internal processes that need to change. This happens in the creative process. Wait, what am I talking about? Let me tell you. So we go back to that writer who has the intention to share their wisdom. The idea is great. They have a good intention. They think they're going to write at night. Then they find out they can't write at night. Then they find out that they can't write in the morning. Then they find out they need to change their schedule, right? All these things, once they actually drop to sit down in the intention, the obstacles are illuminated so they may be removed. Without the intention, without the boundary of completing a process, we will bend out of ourselves and away from our intentionality to perform but not really complete and not really become transformed by the process of heeding the call of what is being inspired and moved through us. So when I have writers that stall, I ask them what their intention is. Well, what you said you were going to do this. Well, yeah, but I watched this movie. Okay, but you, but, but is that in alignment with what you're doing? Is there a place for that in this book or is it in the next book? So if you're working on something inside of yourself and then you find three other things that you could be doing, great. Are you going to stay aligned with your intention for the first internal work that you were doing? Or are you going to fall out of yourself and do the next? So intentions are very helpful when used correctly. Listen, I love journaling. I love a new intention. I love the idea of the new and a new pattern. So I am all for setting an intention all the time, but I'm also realizing for myself, and this is partially inspired by um, 
a confirmation that I heard in Molly McCord's recent podcast about where you are astrologically. And I'm an initiatory sign, like I'm a cardinal sign. So I'm really good on the outset. And I'm realizing that I'm actually really good at getting things completed, but I can do it for this phase of life that I am in, I can do it with too much will and too much fire. And so now I'm efforting to get really clear in my intention, slow down. I'm good at the fire. I'm good at completion. I want to go broader in my experience and my expanse, create more space, create more earth in my process. And to, to reference another um, tool, Joshua Townsend has a creative, um, quiz, which I thought was fantastic. And he was on season six of Rebirth. So you can hop onto that podcast and it's listed there. And he, his quiz is particular to your creative process and mine is earth, but I can be too much earth, but my personality is fire. And you're like, Kate, you're all over, but isn't that what happens in the creative? If we don't have a clear intention, a finite container and a focus for what we need to achieve, don't we secretly go all over and then we wonder why we can't get the thing completed? So this year, I'm slowing things down. I slowed down the podcast start, as you may have noticed. I am focusing my efforts on sit and write and opening prob- um, retreats. You know, I'll, well, I'll keep you posted on other things that I'm thinking of, but slowing down and deepening into for where I am in my season in life. What are the gifts that are being asked of me now to start to create and cultivate and give back? Where can I be more in my excellence, Um, which in turn makes me a better student? If I'm performing in my excellence, there's more space for me to continue being a student. And there are definitely some things that I want to learn more about. So in a time of intention writing, When I mentioned being very initiatory, I am going to be, I've mapped out for this year because I went so slow um, in my reflection for 2023 and I was slowed down. Like, it's not like I had a lot of time. I was kind of forced to slow down, by the way. I'm going to effort to look at what my intention was for each month when I started to look at the rhythms of the year. And this may work and it might not work, but it's just going to be something I do at the beginning of each month to see that if I'm on target for my personal goals and my professional goals and how that is going to translate to my prosperity internally and externally. And those are the things that I'm going to be thinking about this year. And that is the intention that I have set for myself with my word of the year and the intention for where I want to be in June and what I want to be doing in December, which I'm purposefully holding for myself. I think it's powerful to hold some of your intentions for yourself and let that let that seed grow in the dark and sprout when, when she's ready. But if you're curious about um, intention setting, you there's resources on my website. If you're curious about writing and what it would be like to write with intention, um, sit and write is where the spiritual and analytical sides of writing come together. So that intention is leveraged with practicality and traction between myself and Claudine. And we might be a good fit for you. So that's something to consider. We are doing, if you're listening to this in January of 2023, our next round begins in February and you can go onto my website and schedule a free 30 minute call. Why? Because I want to hear what you're writing. I want to hear what you're needing. I'll tell you what we can offer and then we'll see if you're a good fit. So you actually can't just sign up for sit and write. You do a 20 or 30 minute intake and we'd get on a zoom and we talk about everything and Every person that has done that intake call has 
come away with something that that won't take away something that they can can create action on immediately. Um, I know this because I've gotten emails from people who did who who weren't a good fit for Sin right. And I told them I don't think this is your year for it, but they but but I was able to recommend them to other professionals that I have or give them ideas for them to move on because I feel like if we're generous with each other and we're clear about our intention, um, our alignment will show and we can support each other whether we work together or not. And and if you do move into the container, a lot of people started writing and started their clarity point right from the assessment call. And so they, some got it, got like a three-week start because we do assessments the month before the class opens. And so some writers were writing, you know, or organizing or thinking about writing and organizing, which is also part of the process, you know, a good three weeks before they even had their first community call. So if you're interested, go to katebrenton.com. Look at the top. There's Sit and Write, which is a master class. And... Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. May 2023, may there be more light in your eyes and more power in your words. Thanks for tuning in to Rebirth.